Don't look now, Boiler fans. Things just got a lot more difficult. Let's talk about it. Today's quick cast is brought to you by Martin Vintage. MartinVintage.com, where if you enter boiled at checkout, you'll get 20% off. Mom, thanks for watching. So if you were foolish like me and stayed for the entire telecast of the Illinois-Purdue game last night, you saw what I saw. Final score, 37-63. And in scoring 37 points, Purdue really turned back the clock quite a bit. Purdue hadn't scored that few points in 71 years. Right after the game, the FS1 in-studio broadcast team said it was the lowest points ever. That's not exactly true, but it's definitely the lowest points in the modern era, uh, beating out a couple really crappy games. If you're like me, you remember the Eastern Michigan game uh, a couple years ago where Purdue lost, I think, 44-42. to They had another game uh, versus Minnesota in the Big Ten tournament where I think they scored either 42 or 44 points. But 37 points, 19 points in the first half, 18 points in the second half, and a couple interesting factoids that I picked up on Twitter. Um, Illinois had 30 points in the paint. Purdue had 37 total points. Uh, Purdue had 32 points with 11 and a half minutes left. Purdue scored a total of three points, according to my math, in the bookend 14 minutes. I mean, the seven minutes to start the game, the seven minutes into the game, they scored three points. The offensive deserts are a very, 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 very big problem. We all knew they were a big problem, and now it's become something that's... Um, I, I, I don't know, as I watch this team right now, I don't know how you fix it. That's the hardest thing for me to come up with. Other than saying, okay, you've got to put more guys on the floor that can just score, which that, to me, puts Thompson right on the floor all the time. Maybe he starts now. I don't know. It's a bunch of guys that look like they don't really want to score and don't know how to score. A lot of times, nobody's looking for their shot. Proctor, who this is always going to be a, a problem, a little bit of a problem with him. He's, he's simply, he's not looking to score. And when he does, he gets himself into trouble going right into the teeth of a, a 6'10 or a 7'0 guy, which he's probably not used to going up against. Regardless of the reason, uh, this Purdue team is offensively inept. Eric Hunter is a decent creator. Sasha Stefanovic obviously can shoot. Matt Harms can score, and Travion Williams can score at times. But even the bigs weren't doing the job last night. Sasha had a couple threes. Hunter had a couple buckets. Uh, but that was historically bad. Nojel Eastern went two for ten. And part of that is because nobody else was looking for the shot or finding room to score. Every offensive set seemed like it was a grind. And conversely... While Purdue was on defense, Illinois was getting shots. They just weren't making them. They're a very, very poor shooting three-point team. In the first half, they had four threes. But coming into the game, they were in the 340s for three-point shooting in NCAA basketball. That's painful stuff, guys. And it's right on the coattails of a Minnesota game that Purdue really looked like they, they deserved to lose. I was at that game in person. One thing I took away, my, my favorite thing I took away, really, because I got to... Thanks to my, my buddy Chad, I got to sit very close to the court. They were incredible seats. And one thing you pick up when you're down in the J Money type seats is you can really see if the guys are putting in the effort. This Purdue team is working. Effort isn't the issue with this team. And that might be even more disconcerting than anything because I don't know how things change. I've said it again twice. 
Brian Newbert talks about it. You know, a team that can't hit layups, can't hit open shots. I think Purdue missed six or eight layups last night. Granted, that wouldn't have made the difference in the game, but the poor shooting of shots that are very makeable, whether they're definitive or not, layups are layups. And I took a shot, uh, I took a photo the other night as uh, Proctor was driving. And it could have been Proctor, it could have been Hunter, it could have been a number of guys missing layups. But I took a, a, a photo where literally he was within a foot and a half of the rim, and the, the shot didn't fall. At the end of the game, you had Hunter drive, and then it took some, some uh, heroics by Travion Williams to grab the rebound, kick it out to Sasha. But let's not forget, he missed a layup coming into that possession. This is a big, big problem. And they've got some major work to do. I, I think what you might see is Painter trying to shake things up even more. He brought back the double bigs this uh, for the Illinois game. It wasn't really effective. It obviously didn't kickstart anything. In fact, I bet we won't see the double bigs again this season because of this game specifically. Purdue started the game, I think, uh, I think it was until the – 13-minute mark or just under 13 minutes that they even scored. And at that point, they were only down, I want to say, 9 or 11 points. That's the big thing. This Illinois team's not very good, but they looked a lot better, a hell of a lot better than your Boilermakers last night. This is, this is going to be a tough season. We all knew that, but now it's going to be really, really difficult. Whether you're a guy like me who says, I don't really care about the conference title. The whole thing is how many wins get them a higher seed in the NCAA tournament. Or you're one of the uh, kind of older school guys who says the Big Ten uh, regular season championship is the most important thing. Regardless of where you stand and what you value, Purdue is in really, really big trouble there. So they're two games behind Michigan State. And guess who they get to play in two games? Michigan State. The next game, they play Michigan at Michigan. And then they play Michigan State at Mackey Arena. And then they play Maryland on the road. And if you see what I see, that is Purdue is a completely different team at home and away. Will they beat Michigan State at home? Wow. If they do, that'd be, that'd be a big surprise. That'd be a really fun surprise to watch. But I don't feel like it's going to happen. The early part of the conference schedule, losing to Nebraska was really, really bad, even if it's on the road. And losing to Illinois, especially the way they did, that's horrendous. Illinois might be a team that's on the bubble at the end of the season, but that's about it. Are they better than Purdue? I'd say right now they are. Uh, they have an identity, at least. They play with a lot of pace. They've got two bigs that are tough to get around. They've got guys with quick triggers. They don't make a lot of shots, but they take a lot of shots. So they do have an identity. Conversely, Purdue's identity is just defense, really, right now. That's it. And the defense is solid. I had a person lecture me about a month ago on Twitter, which I always appreciate, about how I didn't know anything about basketball because I saw the problems with this offense. And now history is on my side. When you get to the point where you're scoring points so low that you're going back 70 years to compare, it's a real problem. It's historically bad. And it's something that Painter's got his work cut out for him. And now a word from our sponsor, AJ's. Try a pint of one of their 12 beers on tap or 20 other beers. Great burgers, great appetizers. AJ's. The big head scratcher for me right now is why is Brandon Newman not playing? I know the player and the coach talk about the possibility of redshirting before the season begins. And if you look at what was on paper, you said, okay, Wheeler's back, Eastern's back, Hunter's back, Sasha's back. That's a lot of guard experience. And then you had Thompson, I think, who may have been a half step ahead of Newman. But man, 
Uh, I saw Newman play in high school. He's a scorer. He's a good. He's a good offensive player. And right now, Wheeler is a non-existent offensive player. He can't even hit the rim when given open threes. So what you're going to have happen real soon is defenses are going to just stop guarding them. Eastern and Wheeler have clearly lost their confidence. That's tough to deal with because the only way you can get it back is is succeeding. And uh, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Both those guys haven't forgotten to play basketball. They're just they're just in their own head right now. So hopefully they can figure some things out soon. Obviously, we want to see these guys succeed, but the red shirts really are looming large right now because it seems to me, specifically Newman would have been another option, another good option on offense, even if he was a little bit behind, like Thompson. You know, Thompson came in the season. Obviously, he's thin. Hunter's also thin, but he he did not look like a Big Ten guard right away. But he knocks down shots, and I think Newman would have been similar, especially if he would have been getting into games in the pre-con. We might be in a different position now. I'm not saying burn the, the red shirts now. It's too late to do that. But what we might want to do as Purdue fans is start get ready for an NIT or even worse. We're in an unusual position, especially for the last five, seven years. Uh, this is, we haven't been here since, we really haven't been here since uh, Hammonds was an underclassman where the team was really, really struggling almost night in, night out. Purdue can get some things, things together. They can make some things right. But this Big Ten uh, schedule, especially the next few games, is not going to yield opportunities to get real confident. And that's the problem. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll have some more content on the site later on in the week. But uh, keep your heads up. Let's try to, uh, try to find some silver lining here. And uh, hopefully our boilers can figure a thing or two out in the, in the near future. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Hammer down. BS all the time.